Jackets. Please start your archived recording. 30 seconds in. Five, four, three, two, one, mark. 30 seconds to airtime. Your final time check will come with 15 seconds to airtime. Mark, 15 seconds to airtime. Stations, have fun. The following is a presentation of IMG. IMG. America's home for college sports. Together, we swarm. In five, a dive, touchdown, Jackets. He's broken up, incomplete. 32 yards to Quan Marshall. In a blink. A rambling wreck is coming. coming. The 15, the 10, the 5, touchdown, Jackets. Broken up in the end zone. Sacked by the Jackets. They absolutely swarm. The House call, Nervante Vincent. Take it the distance, young man. This is Georgia Tech football. Comes it in, intercepted, sacked from the backside to Quan before they even got in their seats. Here at Bobby Dodd Stadium, it's a clutch finish. It's time for the Paul Johnson Show on the Georgia Tech IMG Sports Network, presented by Wellstar. Coming up, we have 60 minutes of tech football talk. The Paul Johnson Show is presented by Wellstar, the official and exclusive healthcare partner of Georgia Tech Athletics by Georgia Power. Georgia Power brings the energy for every game day and to your community, too. Visit georgiapower.com sports to learn more. And by Coca-Cola. Not all fans agree on the best game day foods, but when it's served with a nice cold Coca-Cola, you know you've got yourself a winner. Now, alongside three-time ACC Coach of the Year, Paul Johnson, here's the voice of the Yellow Jackets, Andy Demetra. And a very good Monday evening to you. Welcome back. It's the Paul Johnson Show on the Georgia Tech IMG Sports Network. The Yellow Jackets are out of their bye and back on the road in ACC play this Thursday as they head to Lane Stadium to take on the Virginia Tech Hokies. 7.30 with Tomis Leather. And over the next hour, we'll break down that matchup against Virginia Tech. Look back at what Georgia Tech accomplished during its bye week. And also, we'll check in with your questions on Twitter as well. The hashtag is always AskCPJ. My name is Andy Demetra, and as always, let's welcome Welcome in the head coach of the Yellow Jackets, Paul Johnson. Coach, good to be with you. How are you? I'm doing good. How about you? I'm doing well. I know the two goals of every team during a bye week, get healthy, get better. How do you feel your team did in those areas this past week? Well, hopefully we, we got better. We had, you know, four good practices last week. Uh, we're still working on the healthy part. We're pretty beat up. This is uh, seems like the last couple of years have been unusual for that. How do you balance during a bye week making sure your guys get healthy? And it's not always the guys who are a threat to miss a game. A lot of guys have nicks and bruises at this time of the year, but also making sure that you get cleaned up what you want to clean up and take full advantage of the extra week to prepare. Well, we, we had a lot of guys sitting out. Uh, we had several guys who missed practice, uh, you know, for the most part of the week. And uh, then we got a lot of work in on Virginia Tech. So it wasn't, you know, your typical bye week where you go back. We got a, a jump start, and uh, hopefully we gained a day or two on planning for them. What kind of team are you getting in the Hokies this year? They were also off on Saturday. Well, they're a team. They're undefeated in the division. Uh, you know, defensively, they're young. They, they're not uh, as experienced as they've been in the past, but they're very athletic. They run well. Uh, like all Bud Foster defenses, they're going to pressure. And uh, offensively, you know, it's another year in Justin's system. They've got uh, – they lost their quarterback early in the year. But they've got an experienced guy who was a starter at the University of Kansas who had transferred in, and he's played really well for them. Yeah, that'd be Ryan Willis, and we'll certainly talk more about him as we continue our scouting report at Virginia Tech throughout the hour. Um, during the bye week, how much tinkering goes on as far as looking at different personnel groups, adding <clears throat> wrinkles to plays? Or for you, was this past week more about cleaning up the MAs, cleaning up the missed assignments? Uh, well, it's both, all. I mean, there's not a lot of tinkering going on with the uh, missed assignments and that kind of thing, but... Uh, or with the personnel groups, I mean, but uh, it's just trying to get better and, and looking at some of the stuff that maybe we we can't do with some of the personnel that we'd like to. So you have to kind of tweak and move move those things a little bit. 
you've been doing this a long time. Is there an ideal week in this, the year to have a bye week, in your opinion, X number of games into the season? I think it just varies. I mean, you know, somewhere in the middle of the year is probably about right. Uh, if you're playing really well, you worry about losing momentum. If, uh, you know, if you get guys hurt earlier, you wish you had the bye week earlier. So there, there's no magic time. It's uh, – you know, it is just kind of what it is. And mentally, how'd you feel your team handled the bye week? I know they were looking forward to getting a chance to to rest up for this final stretch, but you also want to make sure that they came out to practice focused every day. Yeah, I mean, I think that this group's been pretty good about practicing. I mean, they they come to work every day, and uh, we haven't had an issue that way. Well, once again, 7.30, Tomey's Leather at Lane Stadium, a place where you've won consecutive games, won back-to-back games over Virginia Tech as well, and a series that has been played really tight. Eight of the last ten meetings between the Jackets and Hokies have been decided by a touchdown or less, including last year's 28-22 win here at Bobby Dodd Stadium. We'll take a timeout, first timeout of this hour, come back with our Wellstar Athlete of the Week as we continue the Paul Johnson Show on the Georgia Tech IMG Sports Network presented by Wellstar. We've got you covered. Best tailgate? It's got to be burgers. And an ice cold Coke. Real football. Y pollo asado. Hoops. And wings. It's subs. Nah, hot dog. No, Dodger dog. I'll drink to that. Pass me a Coke. It's got to be crawfish. Mac and cheese. No, seven layer dip. Ribs. No contest. Hummus. Um, what? You need a hot grill and an ice-cold Coke. Of course. Football and Coke, come on. It's got to be Coke. Game day, race day. Calls for Coke. You know it. It's tailgate 101. It's no secret that things grow well in Georgia, like peanuts, cotton, and corn. But families and communities also flourish here. That's because Georgia Power is helping bring new businesses and industries to our state. In the last 10 years alone, we've helped create over 134,000 new jobs because Georgia is our home too. And we want life here to thrive for all of us. Georgia Power, generating opportunity. Learn more at georgiapower.com slash growth. Where memories are made. This is a miracle on Tech One Drive. Down Yellow Jackets, 30 seconds to go on the toss by Quay Cersei. Your statewide coverage of Georgia Tech football lives here. This is Yellow Jacket football from IMG. Follow the Yellow Jackets with Everyday Champions, the official magazine of Georgia Tech Sports. Each issue contains exclusive stories and photos, plus the latest news from inside Tech Athletics. It's all that's positive about the Jackets. Subscribe now for only $9.95 per year. Call 1-888-877-4373, extension 1767, to sign up for Everyday Champions. That's 1-888-877-4373, extension 1767. Subscribe today. Hey, Georgia Tech fans, welcome to Wellstar Health System. You probably think we're going to give you a bunch of healthy living tips, but we've only got 30 seconds. We know that life happens, and when it does, Wellstar's got you covered with the largest health system in Georgia. With hospitals, outpatient care, primary care, specialty medicine, and urgent care all conveniently located, we'll be nearby when you need us. Wellstar, we've got Jacket fans covered. You're dialed in to the Paul Johnson Show. Now it's time for tonight's Wellstar of the Week. Presented by Wellstar, the official healthcare partner of Georgia Tech Athletics. Georgia Tech is a linebacker coiled up. They send a blitz and Trey Swilling hits him from behind. Balls on the ground. Picked up by the Jackets. Corner blitz, Trey Swilling. He got the rip. Kyle Serge Henderson got the scoop, and it's a second turnover forced by the Jackets in this first quarter. Yeah, that was Henri Saint-Amour, and he was a one-man havoc merchant against Duke a week ago Saturday. Four tackles, two sacks. He forced a fumble. He had a QB hurry, which led to Lamont Simmons' first career interception, and he's our Wellstar Athlete of the Week. Coach, I want to ask you about Henri. First off, he is an uncommonly nice guy for somebody who traffics in trying to be as destructive as possible on the defensive line. How, how do you square that? I mean, he's he's kind of a sweetheart in the locker room, but then you step over the line and, and he turns into a different cat. Well, I think he plays with a high motor. I mean, he, he enjoys playing the game and, and he gets after it. He, he only knows one speed. He plays full speed. And, 
So he's been uh, probably our, our most consistent player on defense this year. He's created uh, a lot of plays for us. And, uh, you know, he's got good athletic ability. So, uh, you know, he's got a chance maybe if he'll continue to, to, to work at it. I think he's got a chance to play at the next level maybe. If you look at the last three games, QB Hurry, like we said, versus Duke, led to Lamont Simmons' interception and suing drive. You guys got the Malachi Carter touchdown. His two forced fumbles versus Louisville. Uh, the ensuing drives, you scored touchdowns. And then versus Bowling Green, he had the pick six. So four turnovers that he was responsible for. That's 28 points that Henri St. Amour has helped flip for your guys. Uh, he played defensive end last year when you guys were running the 4-3. Is there something about now playing in a 3-4 that's made him more effective? Or, or is what we're seeing right now simply the result of, of his growth as a player? Well, I think he's a year older and a little more mature. And he's uh, probably a little more more movement and slanting in what we're doing now and uh, penetration and getting upfield and, uh, you know, that kind of plays right into his uh, wellhouse. Yeah, he had a great burst up the middle on one of his sacks versus Daniel Jones. Uh, the defense, I know, was put into some tough field position situations in the second half versus the Blue Devils. Overall, how would you feel that the group fared versus Duke? And, and a player in Daniel Jones who came in completing 70% of his passes, I think he finished 17 and 27. I thought we played really, really well defensively in the first half. Uh, and in the second half, they had some short fields, but they, you know, also you don't have to give up a touchdown every time either. So, uh, but, uh, it, you know, we did enough defensively in the first half that we should have been ahead at halftime, and, and uh, we weren't. So, in the second half, I'm not sure that anybody played very well, if you mm -hmm. want to know the truth. I want to go back to that first half because the first drive of the game, Duke kind of buzzed right downfield. But then things <clears throat> tightened up considerably after that. What did the team do better to make sure that it stayed a tie game going into halftime? Well, what happened is we got a couple of turnovers. And fortunately for us, now they occurred on on Duke's end as they were driving. But they, you know, when they got down across midfield and into their territory, uh, you know, we come up, Trey Swilling came up with a big, uh, you know, sack fumble deal. And then we got another turnover on the 12-yard line to keep them off, to keep them from scoring. So, uh, you know, we were doing a good job of, of not allowing them to get points. And then we had a fourth down stop as well. And I think once we got the fourth down stop early, we kind of, gained some momentum defensively and played better in the first half from there. That fourth down stop was instigated, I think, by, by Brandon Adams. He was the guy who got the first hit on the ball carrier. It seems like Brandon's yeah. doing a good job, and it seems like even though he's rotating reps, he, he's getting in the backfield and, and causing negative plays. Yeah, Brandon made the tackle. Really, Kyle Henderson is the guy who created it. He got penetration and made the guy bounce, and Brandon had made, made a really good play and got the tackle for the loss. Had to uh, change some things on the fly defensively versus Duke. David Curry went out with an injury in the first quarter, so Bruce Jordan Swilling got the battlefield promotion. Uh, he winds up tying for the team lead, eight tackles. Uh, that was, I, I, I want to say, his most extended action of the season. How would you feel he did picking up the slack for David? I think Bruce is growing. I think that, uh, it, you know, he, he got hurt early and it hurt him in the year. But uh, he's bounced back and – and he's getting better every week. And, you know, David's playing really well, so it's hard to get him out of there. David might be uh, one of our most consistent guys on defense along with Henri. So it's uh, – but uh, Bruce has a good skill set, and, and, you know, if he'll continue to work, he's got a chance to be a really good player. Also had that recovered fumble as Duke was driving in the fourth quarter. Allowed you guys to go downfield, have another crack at a touchdown to, to continue on with the comeback. I'm guessing Henri St. Amour was the uh, defensive player of the game for you? Uh, we don't do players of the game when we don't win. Ah, I did not know that. Okay. Yeah. If, if you were to have given out a game ball, I'm guessing it would have been Henri. <laughs> I don't know since we I don't yeah. do this. <laughs> who, who were uh, some of the other guys who graded out well uh, on the defensive side? Uh, off the top of my head, uh, you know, like I said, I'm not sure that anybody played particularly well after the first half. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Malik is, has been pretty good all year. He's pretty consistent. Uh, you, you know, uh, as you said, Bruce had some tackles. Uh, you know, Charlie Thomas made a play or two, but but everybody, you know, consistently. Uh, I don't know. It'd be hard to single somebody out. You know, I'm glad you mentioned Malik because he leads the team in tackles right now, and he was a guy who knew he had a lot thrust on his shoulders replacing A.J. Gray. He committed before the news came out that A.J. would have to retire from football. And so all of a sudden he comes in thinking I'll have a chance to contribute to get some playing time to 
I might be the guy uh, replacing AJ at free safety. And it, it seems like you know what you're going to get from Malik every single time he steps on the field. Yeah, I mean, he's an older guy. He's very mature. He understands the system. And, uh, he, you know, he's been a really good tackler. Uh, he's probably one of our better tacklers, especially in open field. So uh, he's been uh, a, a real plus, and uh, we're certainly glad we got him. It is an interesting dynamic because you have a guy who is a newcomer in many respects. It's his first year in the program, but yet you're counted on him to being a real veteran presence as a grad transfer. And, and mentally, not every guy is, is built for that role or built for balancing the, those two responsibilities. Uh, have you seen him sort of take that leadership role in the back four that – you anticipated he was capable of doing yeah i think he's he's the guy back there with the checks and trying to get everybody on the same page and uh you know he walked into a situation where he's playing with a lot of young players so uh, in a perfect world we you know we thought he would probably be the free safety and aj would be the strong safety but it didn't work out that way i know you know you, you got a lot of love for those socon guys <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's... They play uh, some good ball in the SoCon. He's come in and played really well. Yeah, he sure has. We'll continue to uh, talk more about the defensive standouts and what uh, it'll take to shut down Virginia Tech at Lane Stadium this Thursday. We'll also flip our attention to the offensive side of the ball coming out of the bye week. And, of course, again, your questions welcome on Twitter as well. The hashtag is AskCPJ. We'll take another timeout. It's the Paul Johnson Show right here on the Georgia Tech IMG Sports Network presented by Wellstar. We've got you covered. Do you want more than what you're getting from the local newspapers tired of reading blogs we're here to tell you about a new source for your georgia tech athletics news the white launched in january 2018 and independently owned and operated by a tech graduate the white and gold provides comprehensive reporting by professional sports journalists on all georgia tech sports men's and women's revenue and non-revenue at the white and gold you'll find in-depth game coverage features recruiting and more that's the white your source for all georgia tech sports traffic it can be more stressful than that last-second Hail Mary pass. But Nissan changed the game. Nissan Rogue has available Nissan Intelligent Mobility, like ProPilot Assist, that can start and stop in highway traffic all on its own and help keep you centered. Nissan Rogue, it's a game-changer. Get to Nissan, proud supporter of college athletics. ProPilot Assist is an available feature and cannot prevent collisions. Always monitor traffic conditions. Keep both hands on the steering wheel. See owner's manual for safety information. This is your home for the Yellow Jackets. You bleed together. You sweat together. You cry together. You fight together. Don't lose this opportunity, man. Team wins on three. One, two, three. Live coverage of Georgia Tech football continues after these messages. If you know college football history, then you know us. Heisman coached here. Megatron played here. 222 points in a game. They were scored here. And four national titles, they were won here. All on the same field where we still play today. When you come to the flats of Atlanta, gold isn't just what you wear, it's who you are. We're more than an institute. We're a college football institution. Proud of our history, driven to make more. Welcome to where tradition meets innovation, where toe meets leather, where white meets gold. This is Georgia Tech football from IMG Sports. You're locked into the Paul Johnson Show. Now back to your host, Andy Demetra. A reminder, every powerful drive is brought to you by Georgia Power, the official energy sponsor above your Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. 7.30 when we get things started on Thursday night at Lane Stadium, your Yellow Jackets and the Virginia Tech Hokies will be on the air with network pregame at 5.30. I'm Andy Demetra. He's Paul Johnson. And Coach, let's talk your quarterbacks versus Duke. Quan Marshall, 5 of 11, 91 yards through the air with a touchdown, then 16 carries, 41 yards. He was unable to crack the end zone uh, on the ground. Uh, Taquan's day against Duke, I know they brought a lot of pressure and, and created some negative plays on him. Yeah, they created some negative plays on us. I'm not sure it was Taquan. Uh, you know, starting on the first play when we turned a couple guys loose in pass protection, uh, you know, we, we did not 
play very well offensively, and it was really frustrating and disappointing. Uh, I thought that we would have played better. We kind of had a beat on what they were doing. We knew what they were doing. And, uh, you know, we just didn't didn't get it done. So we got to do a better job getting them ready, a better job coaching. And, uh, you know, we Taquan really, uh, you know, he, he missed a read or two, but it wasn't one of his better games. But he didn't really have much of a chance to run the ball. When you talk about turning guys loose, was there any one kind of recurring symptom uh, of that or, yeah. or things – yeah, there was. I mean, we kept turning the guy loose, popping the backside B-gap on the scoop. Uh, we probably did it four or five times and let them get negative yardage plays. Uh, and and that was disappointing. Tobias Oliver relieved Daquan on uh, that drive in the fourth quarter, finished it off with a touchdown. From the beginning of the year when Tobias made his full debut versus the USF, has the playbook expanded with him? And as the season has gone on, the kinds of plays that you know he's capable of running? Yeah, I mean, we run the offense when Tobias goes out there. It's, uh, you know, there's certain things that maybe better fit his skill set. But, uh, you know, I think when he's had to go in and play, he's he's responded and done well. His confidence just seems to keep growing with every game. I, You know, it, it's not like he, he looked like he was lacking for confidence versus USF, but I, it just seems like when he comes on the field, uh, he, you just feel a lot of self-assuredness with him uh, going into that huddle, even under adverse circumstances like what he inherited versus Duke. Yeah, I think so. I think most of the kids today are, are you know, don't lack for confidence, uh, at least on the outward edge. You don't know what's turning inside. But, uh, but no, I think that he's played in a lot of big games in high school, and he's a pretty confident kid. Yeah, he was at Northside and Warner Robins, and I, I think it was his sophomore year. He wasn't the starter, but then the starter came down with appendicitis, and he had to step in midway through the season and I led them to a state championship, if I'm not mistaken. So he he's did. always had that ability. Yeah, I think so. What? Uh, when did he first land on your guys' radar as uh, somebody who'd be a great fit for you, at quarterback? Oh gosh, I don't know. I mean, we probably knew who he was as a sophomore when he was playing, uh, and then we monitored his, you know, his junior year and his senior year. So that's usually the way it works. It's not. It's not usually just senior year. You usually know about him early. Yeah. Uh, let's turn our attention to, to Virginia Tech, and and you'd know that they got eight starters that they had to replace from last season. They had Terrell and Tremaine Edmonds and uh, Andrew Motua-Puwaka, who was a really productive linebacker for them in the middle. I, I don't think people really quite realize how good Duke's linebacking tandem of Ben Humphreys and Joe Jalas-Harris were. Those two are about as, as solid as he can find in the ACC. Yeah, they're good players. Uh, I think that, uh, you know, Duke has been pretty good on defense. They've Maybe this week against Virginia, they gave up 28 points. Mm-hmm. But that's probably about the most points they've given up other than, uh, I guess, Virginia Tech got them with some big plays. But, uh, yeah, and, and you couple that with, like I said, we, we did not play very well. And you turn the ball over. I really felt like that we had the game going in our direction in the third quarter. And, and uh, we'd hit a couple of decent drives to get off the goal line. Our field position was horrible. But, uh, you know, you got to hold on the ball. You're not going to beat anybody if you turn the ball over on three consecutive plays. Yeah, Jerry Howard was responsible for one of those fumbles. He, he also led you with 62 rushing yards from B-back, had that touchdown in the fourth quarter. How's he been coming on the last two weeks? He also had a, a fairly productive day versus Louisville. Yeah, Jerry's worked hard. I mean, and uh, the fumble on, on Jerry was kind of freak. When you break it down, it was one of our offensive linemen knocked it out from the mm-hmm. side trying to block. And uh, – you know, sometimes those things happen, and and what we've got to do is be able to go out there and get a stop and and stay in the game. And then the second one was just poor ball security, and uh, then the third one was, you know, we didn't block anybody on the kickoff return, and young guy trying to make something happen, and their guy made a good play. You know, I know you addressed this last week, trying to clean up fumbles during the bye week. How much of it is just kind of being smart with the football and understanding the situation? Well, you try to clean up fumbles every day. It's not yeah. just during the bye week. Uh, you know, for the most part, it's you got to coach. You, you never stop coaching the ball security. You can't relax. It's always got to be high and tight, and uh, that's the way you got to do it. And, you know, the the thing about it is, Everybody wants to say, well, with what you do offensively, you're prone to fumble. Those fumbles aren't happening by what's to do with offense. I mean, those fumbles are happening, you know, just in general. I mean, we haven't had 
uh, Saturday we didn't have a mesh fumble or a pitching on the ground fumble. We had ball security fumbles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so not all not all fumbles are necessarily created equal. They might all count the same, but different different mothers of a lot of those things. Right. Um, Virginia Tech, you're going to Blaine Stadium. You've won there the last two years, and we're going to flash back to the game two years ago in November in which you came in with the backup quarterback and Matthew Jordan. A lot of changes on the offensive side, and we're able to steamroll Virginia Tech and also look back at what uh, was responsible for the delivering the win against the Hokies last year here at Bobby Dodd Stadium as we continue to uh, get you set for Thursday night. In Blacksburg, it's the Paul Johnson Show. We'll hit another timeout here on the Georgia Tech IMG Sports Network presented by Wellstar. We got you covered. Georgia Tech fans, the Buzz Memories program presented by State Bank and Trust returns to Bobby Dodd Stadium this season with even more behind-the-scenes experiences for fans in addition to VIP tours, field passes, and more. Touchdown jackets to Quan Marshall. Pats his chest as he just did it the hard way. Redeem Buzz Memories at ramblinrec.com slash memories from your smartphone today. That's ramblinrec.com slash memories. Go Jackets. How do you become America's best-selling brand? You build the legendary F-Series trucks, America's best-selling trucks for 41 years, with Super Duty and Motor Trend's 2018 Truck of the Year, the F-150. Now is a great time to check out Ford F-Series trucks with great offers, leases, and financing at your local Ford store or online at buyfordnow.com. America's best-selling based on 2017 calendar year sales. Best-selling trucks based on sales December 1976 to November 2017. For the best highlights and sound from each game, follow the Voice of the Jackets on Twitter at Andy Demetra. Our coverage continues right after this on the Georgia Tech IMG Sports Network. At PT Solutions Physical Therapy, we're proud to be an official partner of Georgia Tech Athletics. In sports, getting to the next level takes lots of talent and lots of work. At PT Solutions, we believe that every young athlete deserves the opportunity to chase their dream. That's why you'll find our therapists and trainers on the fields and sidelines at every level, helping athletes stay healthy and be at their best. We hope you'll visit us at over 40 Georgia locations or at ptsolutions.com. Hey, George Tech fans, welcome to Wellstar Health System. It's that time of year again. Cold and flu season is back, and we've got you covered. Our primary care offices are conveniently located in your neighborhood, around the corner. Get your flu shot now so you can stay healthy. Cheer louder and never miss a game. Across the goal line, touchdown, Georgia Tech! Wellstar, we've got jacket fans covered. dialed into the Paul Johnson Show for more coverage of Yellow Jacket football alongside three-time ACC Coach of the Year Paul Johnson. Here's the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. High Regency Atlanta is your state for game day. Visit us at HighRegencyAtlanta.com and use offer code GTEC. High and Regency Atlanta, an official partner of Georgia Tech Athletics, as we welcome you back to the Paul Johnson Show. Georgia Tech versus Virginia Tech Thursday night at Lane Stadium. And 7.30 when we get things started, going to be a nice chilly nights uh, according to the weather forecast in Blacksburg, Virginia. Would expect nothing else at the end of October. Of course, Coach, you came there two years ago when Virginia Tech was number 18 in the country. They could have clinched the Coastal Division with a win. You were down your starting quarterback, Justin Thomas. You had to start three true freshman offensive linemen for what you recalled was the first time in your career. Had your backup B-back starting, and you go out and you stun Virginia Tech 30-20. to I know you're not much for, for ranking wins or, or being overly sentimental about any one, but do, do you take any extra satisfaction looking back at that game, knowing you had to have a lot of guys step up who might not who might have been a little lighter on experience against a very formidable opponent and still were able to get that win? Uh, yeah, you know, you, you don't remember the games you won as much as the ones you lose. But, uh, the you know, I just remember that was one of our better games defensively. We got some turnovers. I think we got some interceptions, and uh, we played them pretty good defensively. And Matthew Jordan went in there and, and did what we asked him to do. Uh, you know, he didn't try to reach. He didn't try to do anything spectacular. He just kind of played in the system and uh, had a big run, a couple of big runs on third down. And, 
and we just played. And other than the opening drive, I do remember the opening drive of the third quarter because we fumbled the ball, dropped the snap on the very first play <laughs> and let them kind of get back into the game. But then we, we got the ball back and we hit a couple. Of, I think Marcus Marshall hit a big trap play for a score and that kind of put it away. I, I, the midline option was also utilized really well in that game, if memory serves. Yeah, it was more traps. I more think, traps. Midline, yeah. yeah, I know uh, Matthew had 143 rushing yards. Marcus had 121. But you had to start three true freshman offensive linemen, Parker, Kenny, and, and Jahazel. Uh, that, that's one of those games where uh, you, you, you kind of brace yourself knowing that the true freshman on the road versus the defense as menacing as Virginia Tech, it might turn ugly. But what do those guys do so well uh, as, as you kind of think back to it to enable you to, to still run for more than 300 yards against the Virginia Tech team that entered that game? They were top 20 in the nation, I think, against the run. Right. Uh, I, again, I don't remember. I remember big plays. I remember yeah. Matthew Jordan on a quarterback follow play took it about 75 yards. Their linebacker overscraped. Uh, and then we hit a couple of big trap plays. And, uh, you know, you stay away. As a general rule, if we stay away from negative plays, we're going to rush for 300 yards. It's just kind of the way it is. Now, when you have 10 or 11 negative plays and you get sacked and you do that and it takes away. Uh, and in that game, I think the nature of it, we got up. I don't. We probably didn't throw the ball very much and didn't have very many negative plays. And sometimes the formula, simple one, but it can be effective. Then you won last year, 28-22. That was the game where Taquan Marshall, that you joked afterwards, he had three completions. They all went for touchdowns. Only problem was one went to the other team with that pick six. What were the key reasons why you were able to, to once again beat a ranked Virginia Tech team? Well, they were selling out on the run, and we were able to hit two big pass plays, I think, uh, one to Brad Stewart and one to Ricky June. And, uh, you, you know, we'd move the ball. we established we got ahead it looked like you know we were in pretty good shape and then we threw a horrible pick for a touchdown <laughs> and uh to our credit to Taquan's credit he came back and hit Ricky on a big pass play and we got the lead and uh they came down and and for one of the few times last year we got to stop <laughs> at the end of the game so it was uh, we stopped them on fourth down. Yeah, that was, uh, I believe, a Johnny Kerr got that pass breakup on Cam Phillips in the end zone there with less than two minutes to go. Of course, Josh Jackson was the trigger man last year. Now it's Ryan Willis who began his career, like you said, at Kansas, then uh, transferred out, enrolled initially as a walk-on. He might still be a walk-on at Virginia Tech. And after uh, Josh Jackson broke his leg against Old Dominion, he's taken over. He's thrown for more than 300 passing yards each of his first two starts. How does he profile uh, as a quarterback in that system? Well, he's played well. I mean, he... Uh... You know, certainly the last game he led them on a last uh, drive, 98 yards yeah. to win the game, and and made a bunch of plays with his legs when he had to, uh, and hit some big fade routes against Duke. Really, I mean that was pretty much their offense against Duke. They were throwing fade routes, and those big receivers were hauling them in, and uh, so he's done what he needs to do for them to win the games. It w was that specific to the North Carolina game, throwing those those fade routes, or have you seen them run that no, pretty consistently? It was, it was more against Duke where they hit a couple of those things. I mean, if you press, that's what people are going to do. They're going to throw fades mm -hmm. and back shoulders on uh, How has the Virginia Tech running game improved since last season? I know last year they struggled to generate explosive plays, or are they still a team that just kind of chips things away at the ground? Well, I think you know, to this point, they have if you probably asked Justin, he'd tell you they, they've struggled a little bit. Uh, clearly their passing game is second in the league, and their they're running game's down in the bottom half. So they haven't run the ball as well as they would like, I'm sure. Well, they will be your opponent this Thursday, 730 at Lane Stadium. Looking forward to coming out there. Once again, our network pregame will start two hours prior at 530. Coming up, it's our Coca-Cola ACC refreshers. We continue here on the Paul Johnson Show on the Georgia Tech IMG Sports Network, presented by Wellstar. We've got you covered. Best tailgate? It's got to be burgers. And an ice cold Coke. Real football. Y pollo asado. Hoops. And wings. It subs. Nah, hot dog. No, Dodger dog. I'll drink to that. Pass me a Coke. It's gotta be crawfish. Mac and cheese. No. Seven layer dip. Ribs. No contest. Hummus. Hum what? You need a hot grill and an ice cold Coke. Of course. Football and Coke. Come on. It's got to be Coke. Game day? Race day. Calls for Coke. You know it. It's tailgate 101. 
Do you want more than what you're getting from the local newspapers? Tired of reading blogs? We're here to tell you about a new source for your Georgia Tech athletics news. TheWhiteAndGold.com Launched in January 2018 and independently owned and operated by a Tech graduate, The White and Gold provides comprehensive reporting by professional sports journalists on all Georgia Tech sports, men's and women's, revenue and non-revenue. At The White and Gold, you'll find in-depth game coverage, features, recruiting, and more. That's TheWhiteAndGold.com, your source for all Georgia Tech sports. This is your home for the Yellow Jackets. You play together, you sweat together, you cry together, you fight together. Don't lose this opportunity, man. Right. Team wins on three. One, two, three. Live coverage of Georgia Tech football continues after these messages. We all know how important coaching is to great performance on the field. Well, the same is true in the classroom. That's why Georgia Power is teaming with Georgia Tech to sponsor the Professor of Excellence program, recognizing a tech professor who goes above and beyond for their students. Look for the honorees during an on-field presentation at every Jackets home game and learn more about Georgia Power's commitment to sport and scholastic excellence at georgiapower.com sports. Follow the Yellow Jackets with Everyday Champions, the official magazine of Georgia Tech Sports. Each issue contains exclusive stories and photos, plus the latest news from inside Tech Athletics. It's all that's positive about the Jackets. Subscribe now for only $9.95 per year. Call 1-888-877-4373, extension 1767, to sign up for Everyday Champions. That's 1-888-877-4373, extension 1767. Subscribe today. Time now for an ACC refresher presented by Coca-Cola. Not all fans agree on the best game day foods, but when it's served with an ice cold Coca-Cola, you know you've got yourself a winner. Here again, Andy Demetra. Of course, we'll lead things off in the ACC on Thursday, Friday in the league. Miami travels to Chestnut Hill to take on Boston College, then five games on Saturday. Wake Forest is at Louisville. Clemson now number two in the nation again in Tallahassee to face Florida State. North Carolina is at Virginia. Duke at Pittsburgh at North Carolina State at Syracuse. Not all fans agree on the best game day foods, but when it's served with the nice cold Coca-Cola, you know you've got yourself a winner. Coca-Cola, taste the feeling. Uh, last Saturday, coach against Duke, Malachi Carter, uh, got sort of uh, moved up the depth chart with Jalen Camp out because of injury, and he responded with his first career touchdown. He's a true freshman, and you've bestowed some, some pretty high praise on him and just where he is right now. Uh, in his development as a player, what's kind of made him ahead of the curve as a true freshman in your system? Well, he's got a good skill set. I mean, as as far as route running and and doing those kind of things, and he's got good hands. Uh, you know, like all freshmen, I think midway through here, he's kind of hit the wall a little bit. But uh, uh, you know, he's got a another kid who's got a bright future. I mean, he's he's a talented kid. And just up the road in Lawrenceville, Georgia. How often can you tell on signing day or, or you know, when, when the, the recruiting process is fully realized for these kids in their senior years, how often can you tell if, if a guy is a, a strong candidate to play right away for you? Well, there's so many variables that come into play. I mean, some of it is who you got in front of them and Injuries, who's playing yeah. and the position needs and those kind of things. Uh, so – there's so many variables you you don't know until they get here and get out there. Was there any one player who kind of wound up surprising you? Like you thought, you know, I, I like this guy and I think he's going to develop into a good player for us, but maybe not right away. And then lo and behold, his his first season, it's not a red shirt and he's on the field playing meaningful snaps. Probably Charlie Thomas. I mean, I mm-hmm. you know, I thought that uh, Charlie played quarterback in high school and was that kind of thing. And when, when we recruited him, I actually thought that he was going to grow into being a an, a linebacker, an inside linebacker. We kind of recruit him as a safety. Uh, he's long and and whatever, and he got in here and he's got really good football sense, uh, and had a really good spring practice. And he just kind of played him way, played himself into the starting lineup. Certainly has two consecutive starts at that Jack linebacker position. Of course, we always welcome your questions on Twitter. Hashtag is AskCPJ. This one comes from Quincy Jacket. He says, Virginia Tech has long been known for excellent special teams play. What is it they do that allows them to be so special in this phase of the game? Is it a certain way they practice or prepare? And how do we prepare for that special teams play Thursday night? <clears throat> well, I think uh, 
traditionally they've had a lot of uh, success, and and so they took a lot of pride in what they were doing. Um, this year, I think you know they've got an outstanding kicker. I mean that helps you cover kicks. Um, I think in seven games he's had three that weren't out of the end zone, so uh, not too hard to cover that. <laughs> and uh, you know they haven't been as well. They haven't done as well in the last few years, like with all the pump blocks and the block kicks. But there's you know they have a lot of good athletes that can run, and when you take pride in that stuff, and there's a lot of tradition. Uh, they've been really good at it. You no, know, they had a pump block in the opener versus Florida State. They ran in for the touchdown, but you're right about that. Uh, Will wants to know on Twitter, uh, do you notice during the games when one of the corners comes firing off the edge, if so, do you tell the quarterback and wide receiver to make that an automatic hot route no matter the play call? Uh, yeah, when the, when they fire on tail motion, and we've got stuff that we try to do to that. It It really is not as big a factor as people would think. I mean, we've got guys who are blocking the run support so it's it just maybe decreases the alley a little bit but at times if we can catch people we we run a, a little seam route against it yeah okay that, that, that kind of a clinton lynch type seam route with the no, backs to the receiver it's to the receiver it's an outside thing when the corner fires gotcha we also had some people who are curious on twitter now espn publishes articles uh, every now and again that feature some quirky subject matter and, and they get some good traction online and it piques the curiosity of tech fans wanting to know uh, if you had a story that you would contribute to that, uh, for example, there was an article about headset etiquette recently. Coaches' headset etiquette and, and coaches sharing kind of their favorite headset stories. And, and you said there was that one time at Georgia Southern where, like, the frequencies were all mashed up and you were actually getting the, the other team's coaches come in your guys here during a game yeah it was a long time ago when i was an assistant coach and back then you'd take the headsets and they would have to tune them at the place and sometimes you'd get mcdonald's drive through you could get whatever if there was anything close but we're playing at western kentucky and I, i'm the offensive coordinator and i'm getting all their offensive play calls <laughs> in my headset so it was like i was sitting up there with a the defensive guy and i i could tell him what the play was because i was getting all the their things through my headset. I'm sure you told the Western Kentucky right away. I hey would, guys, but yeah. I couldn't get to them. They were in a box on the other side of the stadium, so yeah, I couldn't get to a little, them. It was a little hard to get to. What was the final score of that game, by the way? Uh, 55-7, to seven, I think. Yeah, and I'm sure if you didn't get that Coach Cobb, it probably would have been, what, 55-14? to 14? Uh, Probably. We were pretty good back then. Yeah, probably. There was another story uh, recently. It was the week of the Oklahoma-Texas game. And it was, uh, I guess, a heretofore unknown story, but Mike Leach, who was an assistant at Oklahoma at the time, he left out a fake play script. Right. And Texas <clears throat> fell for it, hook, line, and sinker, and GA picked it up and immediately ran over to the assistants, hey, look what they left behind. And so they started to, to call their defensive plays tailored towards what was on this fake play sheet, this fake play script, and Oklahoma took full advantage, and they jumped out to something yeah. like a 17-0 lead. One of our fans wanted to know, have you ever done something like that or has somebody ever tried to do something like that against you? Well, you, you want to embellish the story or do you want to hear the truth about that stuff? Let's hear the truth. I always hear, I enjoy hearing the truth from you. Okay. I, I highly doubt that that happened because what people do is pick it up. They used to when you would go to the stadium to, to work out the day before the game or whatever. Everybody would look through the trash. Everybody would go through to try to find practice scripts. Mm -hmm. uh, if you could find something that they go. So everybody knew that everybody did that. So even if they would leave stuff, you kind of took it as a grain of salt or you took it as, okay, we'll, we'll look at it. But, you know, after the first play, you would not have continued to call plays off that script. You know, it's a good story, but... It's like uh, you might have looked at it early and they might have got the first play or they might have got something like that. Now, I have no doubt that if a GA found something, they'd bring it to you and say, hey, coach, here's mm -hmm. here's what you got. But uh, it's not quite that, that simple. I mean, you know, everybody knows that everybody does that. So – you know, that's not he's not the only guy who's ever left something for somebody. Very interesting. I, I didn't know that that was part of the GA's job as being kind of the dumpster divers on Fridays. Well, it's not just GA's. I mean, it could be equipment. Guy. It could be anybody. Yeah. You know, they're just, they're just going to look. And some people do it more than others. Uh, but uh, but that's kind of the nature. And that was 
during that span, it was a lot more prevalent than probably it is today. All right. So take some of those stories with a grain of salt. Well, we will not take with a grain of salt our MGM keys to the game for a victory over Virginia Tech this Thursday. We'll have those for you on the other side of this timeout is the Paul Johnson Show on the Georgia Tech IMG Sports Network presented by Wellstar. We've got you covered. Football season is here and the fall months are approaching, but it's still warm, which means pests like ants, roaches, and mosquitoes are still out in force. Luckily, you can trust the pros at Arrow Exterminators to keep your home, business, and tailgate pest-free. Atlanta-based Arrow Exterminators is trusted to keep a pest-free zone at the Yellow Jackets home, so rest assured that with Arrow's pest and termite control, you're getting the best from the best. Schedule a free home evaluation today. Call 888-GO-ARROW or visit arrowexterminators.com. How do you become America's best-selling brand? You build capable, fun, and smart SUVs. SUVs like the all-new Ford EcoSport and the 2018 Expedition, named best large SUV for families by U.S. News. And now is a great time to check out the full lineup of Ford SUVs. Find great deals and offers at your local Ford store or online at buyfordnow.com. America's best-selling based on 2017 calendar year sales. View U.S. News best cars at cars.usnews.com. Follow the Yellow Jackets with Everyday Champions, the official magazine of Georgia Tech Sports. Each issue contains exclusive stories and photos, plus the latest news from inside Tech Athletics. It's all that's positive about the Jackets. Subscribe now for only $9.95 per year. Call 1-888-877-4373, extension 1767, to sign up for Everyday Champions. That's 1-888-877-4373, extension 1767. Subscribe today. Where memories are made. This is the miracle on Tech One Drive. Down Yellow Jackets. 30 seconds to go on the toss by Quay Cersei. Your statewide coverage of Georgia Tech football lives here. This is Yellow Jacket football from IMG. Hey, Georgia Tech fans. Welcome to Wellstar Health System. Have you thought about your next doctor's visit? Probably not, but we have. And at Wellstar, we've got you covered for that flu shot you know you need at one of our primary care clinics, for that accident you weren't expecting at our level one trauma center, and that old football injury that just reared up again, yep, our orthopedic specialists are at the ready. Wellstar, we've got jacket fans covered. At PT Solutions Physical Therapy, we're proud to be an official partner of Georgia Tech Athletics. In sports, getting to the next level takes lots of talent and lots of work. At PT Solutions, we believe that every young athlete deserves the opportunity to chase their dream. That's why you'll find our therapists and trainers on the fields and sidelines at every level, helping athletes stay healthy and be at their best. We hope you'll visit us at over 40 Georgia locations or at ptsolutions.com. It's time for a look at this weekend's upcoming opponent, brought to you by MGM Resorts. With a look at the keys for this week's game, once again, here's Andy Demetra. Our coach got the Virginia Tech Hokies at Lane Stadium, typically a tough place to play. We'd already talked about Willis, their quarterback, but they also got a new wide receiver in Damon Hazleton. He's a transfer from Ball State, so that name might not be familiar to some Tech fans, but he leads the team in catches. He's had a couple of 100-yard receiving games. What's the scouting report of him as their, their top receiving threat? He's a big physical guy. They've got a couple of, uh, you know, big receivers. Uh Eric Kuma is another guy. Eric Kuma is yeah. the other one that they're they're both you know tall six two six three physical guys big guys, and uh, and they played well. So uh, certainly he's a big part of their offense. That they've thrown the ball a great deal. So those guys have have been a huge part of their success. Defensively, who would you say is their main disruptor? Would it be Ricky Walker? Oh, no up question. The yeah. yeah, no question. He's a, an outstanding player. He's been a starter there for a long time. And uh, I've been really impressed with uh, Rayshard Ashby, the Mike linebacker. This is the first year starting, but he leads the team in tackles, and he's he's really played well for him all year. What gives him that nose for the football? I think he just is a good football player. When you watch the tape, I mean, he just he's he's always around the ball. I know they had to dismiss uh, one of their top defensive linemen, uh, Trayvon Hill. I want to say after the Old Dominion game, or you know, he dismissed himself. Take it for what it is. Um, 
who stepped up and have you noticed anything kind of changed dramatically with him out as far as their ability to get in the backfield and penetrate? No, I don't think they change. I mean, Bud's got a system and they, they run their system and they plug somebody else in. They don't build it around one person. So, uh, you know, that you, you don't see much of a notice with him gone or him out there. You were able to hit some big plays last year as well versus Virginia Tech, not just through the air. I remember there was that A-back reverse to, right. to Nathan Cottrell that went for 69 yards. And uh, the year before that, we were talking about the game at Lane Stadium. Why, why do you think your team has been able to hit on some big plays against a Virginia Tech defense that is typically pretty stingy in, in permitting them? Well, they're really aggressive, and when you're aggressive and you have a lot of guys near the line of scrimmage, if the ball breaks the line of scrimmage, it's usually a big play. So uh, that's just kind of the nature of what they do. They're going to give you some no nothing plays and nothing plays and nothing plays, and then you may get one for 60. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, it's just kind of the way you play. You just got to keep hammering and keep playing. Is that part of the mindset your guys need to be successful on Thursday? That, hey, you might only get stuffed for, for no gain or one yard, but look, let's keep pounding because that big play might just uh, be in, in the next call. That's the mindset you have to have every week. Mm-hmm. You just play, you got to play one play at a time and not worry about the last one and just and play. There's nothing you can do about the last play it's over with worry about the stuff you can control i know you want to uh, limit the turnovers limit the penalties you have to if you want to win on the road what else will be the keys for uh, for your team on both sides of the football to get the win over the hokies well we've got to play play well defensively if we go up there the last couple of years we've played you know pretty well defensively against these guys uh especially and, first halves of those games well and you've got to do that because they're good on defense they're not generally going to give up a, a bunch of points uh you know, when teams score a lot on them, it's usually because they're out of the game and they're taking chances at the end, and it just kind of balloons. But, uh, you know, do that, take care of the ball, and play clean. When we play clean, we we can be a pretty good team, and when we don't, we, we can't. We've had a hard time overcoming it. You know, you, you've been asked the, the confidence question uh, at various points this season, and, and something you said, I think, on this program a couple of weeks back. Confidence has never been the issue with this team. If anything, they might be too confident at times. Do you think that can help them when you're going into an environment like Lane Stadium that's going to be rowdy on a Thursday night? In other words, th- they're not going to be timid going into that environment. If it's not just outward confidence, you, you, you know, if it's if it's what you if you truly believe it uh, when you go in. I mean, some people can put on a confident front like they're confident, but deep down they're scared to death or they're they're whatever. Uh, but I just think that, that today there's with the, you know, there's not a lot of confidence problems today. So <laughs> it's, uh, the, uh, just, that's probably enough said about that. Yeah. I can tell by the smile on your face, there might be more behind that, but we'll leave it at that. You know, what's kind of flown under the radar is you know, you're starting to redshirt freshman and left tackle in Zach Quinney. And, and he's a guy that we haven't talked a lot about. Um, you know, I, I, I imagine you, in an ideal world, you want a little more experience on that left side. But Zach is a guy that, you know, it sort of was, was thrust in there and got his first career start versus Alcorn State. And we haven't really talked about him much. And he, all freshmen kind of hit the wall. But how have you seen him grow and evolve in, in his first season as a starter, first season playing? Well, I think Zach's done a good job overall. I mean, he's like everybody's had some uh, growing pains. And what what happened to us is is – Early on, it started in the spring when we lost Kenny Cooper. Um, so then we had to move offensive linemen around. We had to take Jehazel in, who had been our starting left uh-huh. tackle, play him at center. And so then that left a void at tackle. And, and, you know, you've had Andrew Marshall miss game. Will Bryan miss two games. You've had guys miss games. So you change in the middle. Then we lost Cervante in the second game in the middle. We lost Lucas in camp in the middle. So, you know, there's a lot of been shuffling and mixing around that, uh, you know, you didn't count on. But but it's like uh, I tell the, the guys all the time, the players, hey, it's like Lou Holtz used to say, nobody wants to hear your problems. 80% of the people don't care and 20% are glad you got them. So it's like <laughs> it's just kind of the way it is. 
My second favorite uh, Lou Holtz quote next to the one where uh, he just took over the William and Mary job. And he said, when I got there, I think there were more Marys than our team than Williams. Yeah. Here we go. Those are MGM keys to the game. Humans weren't born to be bored. That's why we created the MGM Resorts to entertain the human race. Visit MGMResorts.com to book your Vegas stay today. We'll get the closing thoughts of head coach Paul Johnson in just a moment. It is the Paul Johnson Show on the Georgia Tech IMG Sports Network presented by Wellstar, official healthcare partner of Georgia Tech Athletics. Traffic. It can be more stressful than that last second Hail Mary pass. But Nissan changed the game. Nissan Rogue has available Nissan Intelligent Mobility, like ProPilot Assist, that can start and stop in highway traffic all on its own and help keep you centered. Nissan Rogue, it's a game changer. Get to Nissan, proud supporter of college athletics. ProPilot Assist is an available feature and cannot prevent collisions. Always monitor traffic conditions. Keep both hands on the steering wheel. See owner's manual for safety information. Georgia Tech fans, the Buzz Memories program presented by State Bank and Trust returns to Bobby Dodd Stadium this season with even more behind-the-scenes experiences for fans in addition to VIP tours, field passes, and more. Touchdown jackets to Quan Marshall. Pats his chest as he just did it the hard way. Redeem Buzz Memories at ramblinrec.com slash memories from your smartphone today. That's Ramblin' Rec.com slash memories. Go Jackets. Let me tell you about Georgia Tech. On this campus, you'll find beauty, prestige, innovation. But one thing you won't find is a shortcut. That's how we like it. Because on this campus, we aren't afraid of a challenge. And on game day, we darn sure aren't afraid of a fight. You see, gold reflects, and here it reflects us all. Toughness, tenacity, pride, passion. Those values born us. They've made us an institute without equal. When you see the white and gold, you know what we stand for. And if you're an opponent, you know what you're in for. Welcome to Atlanta. Welcome to Georgia Tech Football. Follow us on Twitter at IMG Audio for the best highlights and sound from around the country each Saturday. More coverage of Yellow Jacket football continues after these messages. Follow the Yellow Jackets with Everyday Champions, the official magazine of Georgia Tech Sports. Each issue contains exclusive stories and photos, plus the latest news from inside Tech Athletics. It's all that's positive about the Jackets. Subscribe now for only $9.95 per year. Call 1-888-877-4373, extension 1767, to sign up for Everyday Champions. That's 1-888-877-4373, extension 1767. Subscribe today. There's a reason brokers don't just buy one stock. Coaches don't just run one play. And orchestras don't just have one instrument. It's called diversity. It works because it brings better results. The same is true at Georgia Power. By having a diverse range of energy sources, including natural gas, nuclear, solar, coal, and hydro, Georgia Power can choose the best option to deliver reliable energy at the lowest possible cost. Learn more at georgiapower.com energy. Thank you for listening once again to the Paul Johnson Show. Thursday night will be on the air for the Yellow Jackets and the Virginia Tech Hokies. 7.30 when Tommy's Leather Network pregame with me, Sean Bedford, Wiley Ballard at 5.30 going up to Lane Stadium. It is a place where Georgia Tech has won the last two meetings. You've won back-to-back games against the Hokies. We already talked about the keys. We've talked about a lot of the players on your team coming out of this bye week. Uh, the message to your guys as you got a little bit of an extra jump uh, on the Hokies to prepare for this one uh, I, I know that some teams you like to have a few extra days of prep but what was kind of the, the overarching message to your guys getting back into a game prep coming out of the bye well it's going to be a, a big challenge I mean this is one of the toughest places to play in the country especially on a Thursday night and it's going to be loud and that's probably why you should come to play college football if you're not excited about playing in this atmosphere in this kind of game and it's important for us we're trying to get back even try to get to four and four and uh, so it's a, a huge game. It's a huge game for them. They're undefeated in the Coastal and trying to hang on to their lead. So it, uh, 
Both teams are going to be highly motivated. It ought to be a heck of a game. And some good football weather awaiting us on Thursday night as well. That should also make it pretty fun. Enter Sandman will be bouncing. Georgia Tech will be ready for it, though, 7.30, 5.30 when we get on the air with our pregame on Thursday. And that we wrap up this week's edition of the Paul Johnson Show. Coach, we appreciate it. Thank you. All right, thanks. All right, for the head coach, Paul Johnson, our network engineer, Miller Pope, Drew Casey inside the IMG Network Studios. I'm Andy Demetra. We'll talk to you again next Monday. It's the Paul Johnson Show on the Georgia Tech IMG Sports Network. So long, everyone. You've been listening to The Paul Johnson Show on the Georgia Tech IMG Sports Network presented by Wellstar. Tonight's show has been presented by the following partners. Wellstar, the official and exclusive healthcare partner of Georgia Tech Athletics by Georgia Power. Georgia Power brings the energy for every game day and to your community too. Visit georgiapower.com slash sports to learn more. And by Coca-Cola. Not all fans agree on the best game day foods, but when it's served with a nice cold Coca-Cola, you know you've got your a winner. Please join us every Monday night throughout the season for the Paul Johnson Show. Georgia Tech Football is an exclusive presentation of IMG, America's home for college sports.